welcome back to Did You Have To, the podcast where two bad bitches talk about anime. And here are your hosts, Kate and Nisha. Yeah! Nisha's quirk, stress ball. By internalizing her stress about the world being in chaos and crime, she converts that stress into a superpower, becoming a badass. Kate's quirk, waifu warrior. By just watching her favorite shows, she can manifest real or fictional characters into the real thing. They come to life and fight by her side. Not every character does it, though. She has to find the individual really hot. Yeah! Hey everyone, I'm Kate. And I'm Nisha. And we're going to be taking a look back at 2020 in anime. Yes, because it's been a hellish year, <laughs> but anime really carried us through. I it mean, did though, like, in, like, well, like, uh, genuinely, like, 2020 has just been a really phenomenal year for anime across the board. Mm-hmm. Like, whether we're talking about Netflix or some of the Crunchyroll originals that come out, the Webtoon adaptations, like, it's just yep. been a really, really good year um, with a lot of good stuff. And I finally decided to tackle some anime that I hadn't. And Nisha decided to actually, let's do a quick before we get into our anime, our year in review for anime. Nisha, do you have an update for everybody listening? I told y'all. I can do this. And I did it. <laughs> and it's done. I started One Piece this year and I finished it before the year is over as of, what was it? One o'clock this today, December 30th. I caught up to One Piece. She says in her Zoro sweatshirt. I Yes, repping it. Because <laughs> love this man, love this anime. But no, I'm really proud of myself because as much as like I've always wanted to get into One Piece because I'm like, what is it all about? And is it even that much bigger the hype? And is it worth it? Because like, I'm not gonna lie, it is a ton of episodes. The manga is going to be hitting a thousand chapters as of next month, which is huge. That's a huge milestone. But I'm like, okay, for something to be going on this long and for it to be all these fans, because like I'll say now, I am, I am now a One Piece stan. I am a Jehovah's Witness. I'm the Jehovah's Witness of anime when it comes that's what that's what one piece fans are we're jehovah's witness of the anime world i'm going to be that person who's gonna be annoying and be like have you heard of our lord and and, and i'm a like turn off my lights and hide below the window exactly. <laughs> so, i'm your friend and i know how to get in your house so <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding well uh on that note it's been a good run very happy to have done this podcast with you <laughs> I don't know, but no, in all seriousness, I I did it, and I'm really happy. I will say, Kate saying I couldn't do it. Also, shout out to Yudoya Travis, who also said I couldn't do it. Y'all were my motivators, so let your haters be your motivators sometimes, y'all, because I did it. <laughs> so part, partly in spite, I would partly. say, partly 15% is spite that I want to prove Kate wrong. And then the other percentage is just that I really fell in love with this anime. You know, once you get through the first 250 something episodes <laughs> no but there's good there are good there are good parts there are good things that will grab you like that you're you're considering it after seeing that clip of Zoro take on Lucy I Pain. yes I am so like my big thing is I just don't like the animation I don't like that art style I it hate that better. art style it gets better 
I promise. They, they do change up the animation. It does get better. But I understand. It's okay. I have many think pieces that I'm going to write about this anime. <laughs> but one day I'm determined to get Kate at least to watch the live action that's coming from that The Church of Luffy. The led Church by of Luffy. Nisha. I did. I mean, I got the Church of Luffy, the Church of Lupin. It's been a great year for me, anime-wise. It has been. <laughs> yes. And I'm, that's why I'm excited we're doing this episode, because you're right. This year has been a lot. But anime did carry us through. But yeah, that's my announcement. I, t- I, I proved Kate wrong. I just get to keep saying that. <laughs> <sighs> it feels good to be right. Uh, so to do our uh, 2020 in anime episode, we're going to be reading through the questions that we put out on our Twitter at DYHT underscore pod. Follow us there if you don't already and giving our answers to them. Uh, Nisha mm-hmm. put together about 15 questions and we're going to get in and talk about the things we loved, the things that saved us. And yeah. Yeah. So I can kick off the first question, and that is favorite anime from this year. I figured I'd start with that one at the top. Jujutsu Kaisen! <laughs> Seriously. Holy shit, man. Yep. Like, I don't think that... Okay, so I am a powerhouse animation stan. I am also a MAPPA stan. And that is because there have not been fight scenes so beautifully animated since MAPPA, compared to what MAPPA brought this year. Um, And The God of High School was the first taste of that with some beautiful uh, animated action sequences. And then... Jujutsu Kaisen happened and holy shit they said we're gonna take that and we're gonna do it 10 times better uh the animation too like the curses have a different look have a different animation style than like everything Mm -hmm. else Gojo is hot like Satoru Gojo like come on please let me sit on your face I love you man um uh like Sakuna like that like Jujutsu Kaisen it has body horror and monsters and hot men and it's everything that I need in my life and it's a really good story too uh mm-hmm. so I yeah that was my favorite and MAPPA just kills the animation not to mention Lost in Paradise which I, I'll talk about later when we get to those questions <laughs> but like just all around that that was my my anime of the year Whew. I mean, I'm just gonna say ditto because not like not gonna lie, like yes, yeah, it's been most of this year watching One Piece. But like, if there was one anime that I was very, very hyped about coming out this year, it was Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, I read, I had read the manga and like I had reviewed, I did a review for the website and like that's what really got me into it. And I was like, oh, and the anime's coming, but like it is just so good. I love the animation. I love like Gojo. Yes, like when Gojo revealed what was under the blindfold. It was even before the blindfold. We oh. knew he was fine. <laughs> well, yes, we did. But also those eyelashes, though. Listen, I love anime men's eyelashes. I feel like we found. Shout out to new... Alucard in yep. Castlevania. Alucard curled his lashes so that Gojo could run. Oh my god! It's just oh my! I just love it so much. And I mean, like, there's been a lot of great ones, but like, I feel like this one has just. It, it came at the latter part of the year too. 
which it feels yeah. weird to say that it's my favorite of the year because there's been some great ones like Great Pretender and this and then like Jujikaisen and then there, there's there's just been a lot and I'm trying to go off of like new anime when I say my anime favorite anime of the year. well this year. We were good. You know, it carried us through the pandemic, helped me through my depression and anxiety at some point. So Beastars got me back into manga. That's true. Beastars did come out this year. And it see, that's how long this shit was. That's how long this year has <laughs> been. been 20 years. Let's be real. When you realize, because like I thought it, I also should probably list it out, but it's been a long year. I also wanted to like some people who shared their favorites at every InDesign said Great Pretender. Um, and then at Big Hungry Phil said Golden Kumai. So it's like some of these are just like anime that like had new seasons this year. Some of them are like people discovered them this year. So I'm like, I don't know, you know, oh, Demon Slayer. Like there's just, there's a lot that people were able to discover. And then that was, that one was by at Trish does, shout out to you, Trish. Um, just people who found things because like they had the free time or like, they're like, well, I never got into it, but I'll get into it now. So there's just been a lot of good, things that came out this year so yay us yeah yeah yay god was another really good one. Oh god and god of high school mm-hmm. that was like those i just remember like all those things or stuff that came out this year but and onyx equinox just finished which oh that's right i have thoughts good and bad but the last half the last half of that anime it gets good. It's a little rough in the beginning, but the last, like that back half is just so freaking strong. Um, also Cherry Magic that you now have me addicted to. But that's live action though. That's manga. And then they have the live right. action show, which we will be reviewing on here soon. Yeah, it's Wholesome exactly. Yaoi. Wholesome. I can do that too. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, we should go no. to the next question. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, what are what are some of the most memorable anime moments of the year? Deku. Deku going 100%. Wait, Yuri on it with Yuri on his back. And that, I just feel like that was like the, the moment where Tanjiro and Demon Slayer, when it was like that whole scene where like the firewall and everyone was tripping over the animation. I think that was like late 2019. That's what the moment in My Hero Academia was this year when it was Deku just, you know, yes, he have, he has the help of Eerie, but like we even did a whole episode about it. But he did, I, yeah. Th- I, that moment for us just felt so much bigger than any other anime moment this year. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty that I'm not thinking of, but like that is one that kind of like, man, this like is a moment in the series. <laughs> well, so like that, like so my moments are my hero as well because I feel like season four of my hero. I know people have dogged it just because Mm -hmm. of like the school festival piece that they have going on but like that gave us phenomenal character development and moments for red riot it gave Mm -hmm. us for um mirio god i i think mirio's fight with overhaul was one of the most that i've cried Mm -hmm. um but for me heroes rising Bakugo taking yes. up one for all with uh with Deku and fighting side by side my precious babies knowing yep. how to communicate and go all out um that 
fight against Nine is probably one of my favorite fights of the year, one of my favorite moments, because there's just this raw power and emotion that's coming through it. Like Bakugo using his face to melt through the fucking earth because his arms are broken, but yep. he's still fighting. Like, yep. I, I think I also think for Bakugo fans, this was like a really good moment for people who didn't like Bakugo of where you see the parallels that he has with Deku. And mm-hmm. we also have an episode of Bakugo. We we covered a lot of My Hero this year, but like, yeah, yeah, I think the My Hero movie and the fight with Nine is probably one of my favorite, my favorite, one of the most memorable anime moments. Um, also, honorable mention, the moment I'm like, oh, I get what furries talk about now, when, mm. uh, which is what uh, at Trish at Trish makes uh, said on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> when are you and Lagoshi almost have sex? Um, it was I don't know why. I it was also real good. I was like, oh that was a moment. I get it now. That was a moment because we were all just like me, like, so this is stirring things. Um but also in that vein, Senya um at Senya Reads, shout out to her also. She said um her favorite moment <laughs> some oh. of the most all the non-furry scene, but B-Star's like, <laughs> ma'am, y'all this have is to an audio podcast? But I read it as it was done. I know. Y'all, <laughs> we, we should make the unedited, well, no, not unedited. No. <laughs> Me and Kate go off track on here a lot. Also, but just I like the video. Say, uh, at Gatsu083, hi, Charles. Uh, his is uh, Rachel. Oh, Rachel knocking what's his face out of the bubble in Tower of God. Um, that was a moment like that. So I will say, like, so like for positive moments, I've thought of everything else, but I do think that that was probably one of the more shocking moments of watching anime, where you're like, oh my yeah. god, what happened? Savage, savage, um, not in a good way. Savage. No, no. Um. Yeah, I think those are probably some of my most memorable moments. Um. What else? There's a lot. I feel like there's been a lot, but that one, I, I I agree with you. Like that moment in Heroes Rising, that definitely stands out because it's like that sets the tone for like the whole series moving forward. Yeah. It does a lot. I mean, there's I'm sure plenty of other ones like Haikyuu. The wasn't this season the one where it was just like the entire volley. It was just like one game. Yeah, and so I feel I like think... there's a lot of moments in that game. Oh yeah, which I'll talk about later on. Um, I'm not caught up on Haikyuu because they now have the next season is already out. I'm like, how quickly do you put out seasons? Hey, but, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is fair. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was it's really strong. I also think one of my favorite moments is, uh, you know, it's really hard to go through my head and catalog everything that I've watched. We should have planned anime. this better. We did not. <laughs> we didn't this is this is off the cup it's not like i right. voted for any of these things or anything like that right. in an official capacity for Crunchyroll or anything <laughs> right not like um you no uh also what infinite void the infinite void moment with uh gojo and jujitsu kaisen is oh yes phenomenal as well um so good yeah also the fight where Itadori, I can't remember the other guy, and I love him actually because he's an actual an adult in anime, the one with the glasses. When they 
Mm. It's just now it's that gift that's circulating where like, you know, everybody loved that JoJo's gift of the like <laughs> stomping dude on the curb. It's now that gift. And I'm just like, man, if 2020 was a gift and if I could fight 2020, it would be that moment. And like, <laughs> so that's my other moment, I would say that's very memorable. And it's just like, again, MAPPA, killing things, animation, but I love it. MAPPA is a whole other level. Like I... And they're doing Chainsaw Man, which is probably the thing like and I'm most excited for. Like they're doing fucking mm-hmm. Chainsaw Man. They're gonna blow that out the water. Oh, that's gonna be amazing. Oh my god. Also, sorry, Castlevania season three. Yeah, season, all season of three. Castlevania season three. Like yo, they gave us lesbian vampires. They gave us vampire threesome. You give us vampire threesome. They gave they us- gave us dual wielding Trevor. Yup. They confirmed my ship. It's just like, that was the big, that was for me, knowing that my ship lives, that it's alive and well. That's all also, I really Also, phenomenal about. moment in anime, uh, Alucard talking to dolls of uh, Trevor yeah. and Saifa. And the uh what do you call it? Uh, the prediction that that had for what would be, because this came out in March of 2020. It did. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're all Alucard talking to our dolls. We are all Alucard talking to our dolls, our anime figures, and learning how to make different recipes each week to stay sane. <laughs> but yeah. with his home chef. But anyway. Also, sweet baby Hector. Just kidding. Oh, Hector. Completely. <laughs> we just want the best for Actually, Hector. But hey. Your <laughs> horniest, horniest anime of 2020 goes to Castlevania. Hor- horniest and goriest, I believe, as you said. Yes. <laughs> in yes. your review. I will oh, say, so uh, if Powerhouse uh, puts every any any season that Powerhouse put every any year that Powerhouse puts out an animation, it's gonna be horny, <laughs> and they will always Pretty much. They know they These don't know stars how to is a not close be horny. Third, but like Blood of Zeus, also real horny. They don't know how to not be horny with their characters no, over there. Because I'm like, what was it? St. Germain? It's a blessing. I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> they're like, let's make an old man hot. I'm like, yes, please, old, let's go. Yeah, I'm like, sure, yeah. I have no problems with this. <laughs> they just can't draw ugly. That's they fine. They can't. They can't. Oh, but let uh, let's get into... another one. Like, all them Ooh. hot gods. Apollo with his threesome. I want Apollo and Ayukar to be friends more than friends confidant i know that will never happen because obviously two different things and there's no way that's ever going to happen but i can just imagine them flourishing with one another as Mm -hmm. friends because they can talk about their lashes exactly (laughs) (laughs) i mean apollo really is just brown alley card so like basically (laughs) that's it but that's why we also love apollo (laughs) exactly oh god he's the best okay so I guess next one, next question was, what anime saved you, like saved 2020 for you? Um, so I'm just going to say it, no shock to anyone, One Piece. Um, it really, like when I do talk about, I know I, I, like sometimes I do joke about like my anxiety and my depression and my own things with like mental health. And this year it was shit because 2020 has been a mess and it's been a lot. But, you know, I don't know. It's it's just something where you, when you can have an anime and I say save you and th- that can mean different things for different people. I, I truly do mean that like this anime having it as a way for escapism during this whole hellish year 
being able to pour myself into manga, being able to like, because I'm working from home or for whatever reason, because you need escapism. If anytime anybody needed escapism, it was this year. And One Piece did that for me. And I, I really feel like it has different messages that resonated in me, with me on different levels. It, like, I'm not joking when I said it did help with my anxiety and my depression, because there's different messages that I'm like, oh, you mean if I were to just reach out to my friends and let them know that I'm sad or that I'm, I, I feel despair, that it might alleviate some of that off of me? If I were to just let friends know I'm in pain, it might help. <laughs> here we are now and can't get a test of this. So yep. yeah, God, y'all are going to get sick of me writing about One Piece, I swear. But I, I, I really do think One Piece did help save 2020 for me. Um, what about you, Kate? So I think mine was I went through this I went through this section of twenty so twenty twenty, like in getting into the feels piece and like how anime has kind of like really helped through all of it is I've been battling like not just anxiety and depression, but just like a really strong sense of apathy. Like Mm-hmm. With so many people not taking others into consideration and being selfish and going outside and not wearing masks and going to bars and like all these things right. and like with all of the shit that I've had to deal with in my own life, I've found it really hard to feel anything because my my response is turn it all off and it'll be fine and ignore everything. And so I've been having this really intense battle with apathy. And so I've leaned on anime that makes me feel things and makes me a blubbering mess. Like I've watched Devilman Crybaby twice since lockdown started. I've watched All of Erased. I've watched Given twice. I've watched Anohana. Um, That's a like lot all of emotions, these- ma'am. It is because like this year is a lot about grief and a lot about how we're dealing with these sections of our life so that we've lost, whether it's lost people like I have um, or lost just elements of our life that just we don't know when they're going to come back or if they will. Um, but I think the the biggest anime that really just saved me in 2020 was Japan Sinks 2020. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I love Science Saru, which is the animation studio who did it. They also did Devilman Crybaby. Um, and we have a review of Japan Sinks up on here, so you should go listen to that. But that one doesn't stop hitting you. Like Japan Sinks 2020 takes you and then curb stomps you repeatedly um and it hurts to watch because it kind of it just doesn't let up but by the end of it there's a larger understanding that okay our characters our main characters went through all of this and they are still here and they are still Mm -hmm. moving forward and they are finding ways to live life after all of this trauma and so for me Japan Sinks was just something that I was able to really channel myself into and see myself in and kind of just live through that just meant a lot especially now and I don't think I don't think like Japan Sinks is a sad anime but I don't think that Japan Sinks would have hit nearly as hard if it wasn't 2020 um it's like they know it was going to be constantly on fire but no, I, I'm I'm glad you brought up Japan Six Twenty Twenty because man, that also came out this year, well, hence the title. 
but um it you're right like having stuff like having anime like that that like really does help evoke some emotions i think those are great because yeah yeah i know i can watch japan sinks and like while as much terrible things keep happening to the main characters it's their hope and like their determination that keeps them going and it's like yeah okay if they can do it I can do it's, it. It's resiliency. Like, resiliency is, like, mm-hmm. the word of 2020 for me because, like, when you're resilient, it doesn't mean that you don't take the hits. Like, I think a lot of people, whenever mm-hmm. they think about making it through life and being strong, they see it as somebody who doesn't bend. Like, it's somebody who just stays there. Yeah. And I think resiliency is, like, 2020 was a test in resiliency and Japan Sinks is a showing of resiliency for these characters because, when you're resilient, it means that you do get knocked back down. You do get knocked down and you get back up and you kind of deal and move and you adjust to the things in your life. So like, yeah, got real heavy there. (laughs) I was just going to say some from the other people, like some people who, you know, engage with the thread um, at Rose Gold Sunny, they said um, Yuri on Ice. Had, yeah, I, I had to get back to my roots, so I said that one. Um, let's see a few other people. Uh, her, at Hermes, the at the Hermeister, they said, "Let's be real, Dora Hidoro and Great Pretender." Which, yes, also <laughs> many different reasons for those. Um, oh, and then at Senyagen says, "Uh, always JoJo Bizarre Adventure." And then Danny. Uh, so this is at Echo Spider. <laughs> it was God of High School for for them so like I think those are lots of great picks and man yeah I'm glad that people were able to find stuff that like kind of helped them like we said that helped yeah. us so ooh. alrighty on to the next so one. uh yeah so what anime did you discover or get into this year Haikyuu my baby boys uh so I hate sports anime I don't I've never watched it really? I don't I've never wanted to watch it I've never cared and <laughs> then I watched Haikyuu and I was like oh I get it now and like and I was in sports like from the moment I could be in sports to like I did intramurals in college and shit so like Mm-hmm. there's just like something you learn in sports that you don't learn in the rest of life and I think Haikyuu really captured that and there is an arc uh, I, I binged all of it not the most recent seasons but I've done everything else and there is an arc where they're just losing it is like fucking 10 episodes of the boys Ooh. just losing non-stop and that was really impactful and I understood why people loved this anime. And I guess sports anime as a whole is like failure being presented in that way is something that you you have to experience and grow from is something that doesn't get taught enough. And we've talked about this on this podcast before. And so mm-hmm. like having that exposure is really good. That and like it's filled with best boys. Like I'm like, yep. I am Kagayama, like hands down Kagayama is me. But Suki, mm-hmm. like, probably my favorite um because he's very much I'm over all of this until he discovers his passion for it which I think is really cool mm-hmm. and then Hinata is just big Deku energy <laughs> at the end of the day <laughs> so he's my favorite boy <laughs> he is um oh. Daichi is phenomenal um oh my god I forgot his name but the one with a man bun oh uh why am I blanking 
Asahi, yes. Asahi has my heart because he is probably the most, like, he just wants to be a kid and he looks like a full-ass man. And That's a full-grown-ass man. Like, that <laughs> entire, like, running joke with him and his switch from man bun to, like, not so he doesn't lose his hair is adorable. Mm-hmm. But just, like, him being this, like, most adorable, like, member of the team and everybody treating him like he's this guy and he just has to be like no I'm a kid let me be a kid and I think that that's just like a really powerful dynamic that we don't see that much happen mm-hmm. um but yeah Haikyuu it was Haikyuu for me um nice. I love you Asahi sweet baby boy <laughs> the sweetest baby of baby boys. boys in my opinion because he just wants to be a baby boy and people are like nah you're a man <laughs> That's real, especially because he's one of the upperclassmen, and it's mm-hmm. like he's already got to think of adulthood. He already is like clinging on to like volleyball and like doing sports because like after you know what I'm not gonna do this. This is in the haiku episode. We will do a haiku episode. We have in to the do new a year episode. Yes, in the yes in the new year we will do that. Um, but for me, so I can't say one piece for all of these answers, y'all. I have to like mix it up, <laughs> obviously. But in the midst of binge watching One Piece this year. I also got into Millionaire Detective and Great Pretender. And if y'all know me, like Kate knows me. That's your shit. That is your shit. shit. (laughs) I love me some heist. I love me some detectives. God, like Great Pretender for me this year, I'm like, this is the new generation Lupin. I don't like calling like things like, you know, one thing or whatever, but like, I love scammers. I love heist. I love, I like noir. I like things like this. I like when you have like, you think one thing's happening because you're watching this hand and then another thing happens because you weren't paying attention to this hand. And it's like, not since Lupin have I loved an anime, like, because an anime, like, stood out to me about heist and, you know, like, this since that. And I really like Great Pretender because it's an original, it's like, it's, an, it's original, it has its own original stories. It's great. Like, there's just so many different characters that you can really, like, sink your teeth into this and it premiered this year and it kind of, it concluded like it's three part arc. I don't want to say arc, but like they put out three different parts this year. So like how, when you come into it and then you come and so minor spoilers here, but when you start it and then to the finish and you realize the whole big thing has been at one giant heist, mind blown. And I'm just like, I love when things can do that. I like when stuff can catch me off guard and I can't predict it. It's like why I love Knives Out. It's like, I love things yeah. that like, you know, you really get drawn into these characters and their stories and like they all have their own stuff. They all have their own shit. They're all struggling with their own things. But it's also like as much as found family and, you know, friendship and all that is used throughout anime. This is done where it's like, you know, honor among thieves and like all this other stuff. There's just a lot to love about it. And I really got into it and I'm excited for more. Like I can't, I'm really hoping, cause Kate, did you watch it? Like, are you caught up? Yeah. Oh no, I'm not caught oh, okay. up. No. Okay. Then I won't say I ain't got no time else. to be caught up. <laughs> Ma'am, if I can watch one, I'm kidding. I'm prioritizing <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen. I have like two anime slots in my life and right now it's going to Jujutsu Kaisen and Onyx Equinox. I will circle back and around then, to go watch Great and, Pretender. And then Promise Neverland. Because that comes out next month. This is true. That is a 2021 problem, though. And Mm -hmm. this is a 2020 episode. Um. (laughs) Anyways. But yeah, so I would say Great Pretender. And yeah, that was like the 
a really good one I got into. And um, oh yeah, and Fire Force. Like there's others and maybe that detective, but like I love those. I like that they really are they have great original stories that can sink you into them. So I also it's think all that good. like I think I like that you brought up Great Pretender because I think that like I need more people to go watch Netflix anime because when we think about watching mm-hmm. anime, like we automatically gravitate towards Funimation and Crunchyroll, which yeah, deserved. Those are dedicated anime platforms. But I think a lot of people have missed out on some really dope anime that's come through Netflix. So like some of them are mm-hmm. Netflix produced and some of them they just have the licenses to. But like Japan Sinks, BNA, which is Studio Trigger. Um yeah. They have, obviously, B-Stars. They're going to have Way the House has been next year. They have a new Godzilla happening. Like, Netflix has been killing anime lately, and I'm just, I'm excited to see what more happens. And I think if you're looking for an anime to discover, go check out Netflix's original anime section and discover yeah. stuff there. Oh, shit! High School, uh, High School Girl Season 2 also came out this year, which is which was a good one. Because I discovered High School Girl this year. That was, that was fun. Mm-hmm. It's like a love letter to 90s arcades, and it's this adorable little love story. Um, yeah. But online, um, at Tori Wink, said that she got pressured into JJBA, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, nice. And that was her discovery. And then Sinya, hi, Sinya, uh, said One Piece because of Tori Wink and Nisha. Um, and then I'm there were the actually, <laughs> there, were, there were a few people who said Haikyuu as well. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Also, um, at the Wolf Den 25, because I always, I kept saying their name, and I didn't get a chance to shout them out yet, but um, they said UC Gundam this year, which like, I think that's the thing I'm going to make for 2021. I want to get back into more Gundam anime, like, because I like Mecha, and there's tons of it. It's just a matter of, like, do I have time to get sucked into Gundam? There's way too much Mecha, <laughs> or way too much I Gundam. Think, yeah, I like Blood Orphans. I got into that, but then someone told me how it ended, and now I'm sad. So anyways oh uh, oh sorry okay do the next do the no, next you go one. ahead no no do the next Are one you sure? yeah. okay <laughs> okay so the next one is what anime did you binge watch in quarantine i'm gonna save us time one piece can't go uh so it, i was gonna say hi cute because i did but funniest anime story was i attempted to rewatch all of bleach and boy did i dip out after like 60 episodes <laughs> i bet you did <laughs> You know what? I was tempted, and I'm sorry. This I'm like Tito. If you're listening, Tito has been trying to get me to get back into Bleach for forever, and I just don't have the energy for Bleach. And nobody I, and I has it. the energy for a fucking 64 episode long filler arc. Nobody. Yeah. Also, I love you, Tita Kubo, but yo, not every hot man has to be Ichigo with different colored hair. Because that's what it is. If there is a man that Rukio flirts with, it is literally Ichigo with different colored hair. And how dare you do that when you gave us pick me fucking Orihime with Ichigo with the end of not Rukia. <sighs> anyway, I have feelings and I could not. I attempted to binge watch uh, Bleach. Did not make it far. Yeah. That's why he gave us that dude in Burn the Witch that looks like Grimjow. Mm, I'm I'm fairly positive that's why they made that character look so much like Grimjow because he knows that we should have had Grimjow. Jack. Mm. Mm. I'm just like that is a man. That grin. 
Listen, that grin tells you a lot about him. And I'm just saying. Is he evil? Yes. Hmm. Do I want him to rip my clothes off? Also, yes. Those things usually. Do I want to sit on his face with that grin? Hell yes. Y'all should know this is not a family-friendly episode. Wait, I can't even laugh at you because I said that earlier and I don't even remember who it was about. (laughs) We are like this. If anything, the year 2020 for our podcast has definitely been like, put your thirst on your shoulder. Like, we're proudly. We are a sex-positive podcast. That just so happens to revolve around anime. (laughs) Not wrong with that. They know what they're doing when they draw the men that attractive Kate. You give us a square jawline. Hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, Zoro is drawn this way for a reason. <laughs> for y'all who can't see that, I just showed Kate the back of my hoodie that she can't see. <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay. Oh, we need to see who what anyone said online. So some people said, let's see. Okay, Nabari. Oh, sorry. Oh. I should also say that I've binge watched Tokyo Ghoul four times. On top of however much I have, because Tokyo Ghoul is my comfort anime, and I don't know why. Not Tokyo Ghoul Re, just actually, I've watched episodes 1 through 12 of Tokyo Ghoul four different times here, because that's my my favorite, like, that is my favorite section of Tokyo Ghoul, but yeah. You know what? I have an obsession. I still haven't haven't gotten through Re, I, I continued the manga. But I could not get through re the anime just because I'm like, yeah, yeah. Is is we we will talk about it one day. It's just something I I just can't get into re as much as I would like to. But um oh okay so at Spidey Love Lover, um they said um Wontakoi. they binge watch yeah. Wontakoi. so yay one of us um let's see. At Explicit Dame, they said Nabari no Owl. I don't, I'm not familiar with that one. They did put an entire clip of it on here. So thank you for that. I will check it out. It looks like it might be Kate's jam. Um, and then, oh, at SBX Imperial said Fire Force Haiku, and I went back to rewatch Cowboy Bebop. I will say Cowboy Bebop and Full Metal Alchemist remain my comfort anime, and I will rewatch them at least two times a year. Get on to, yep, next. Did you uh, actually catch up on any anime on your watch list this year? Or did your list get longer? I, mean, I will start yes, you in go. that I had been wanting to watch Recovery of an MMO Junkie for a very long time and I never watched it. I watched it this year. I wrote an entire piece about it on the web on But Why Though. Um, and it was so good and that thing captures the beauty of gaming um also no my list just keeps getting longer because people just keep recommending me things and things keep coming out and I don't know what to do I will say that I have definitely um like, I have definitely watched more because we were doing anime community nights. So, like, I finally watched Seraph of the End. I finally watched, I discovered Given this year, which I'm so happy I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and that started my BL, or one of my BL, like, phases where I was like, okay, gotta go get more. Um, what else? I don't know. I feel like as an anime fan, your list just gets longer no matter what. Yeah, no yeah 
that that's it that's that's it. so i caught up on one anime <laughs> <laughs> i caught up in on your defense one. that was a thousand episodes so yes yes well 956 to be exact but a thousand episodes <laughs> yes but anywho yeah so i, I caught feel up like on that, that point one. you can just round up i can if it's above 50 i can round up but no, I, I feel like I caught up on that one. I feel like I actually didn't fall behind too much on the anime that I like. Like, usually I have a bad problem of starting an anime and then just, like, putting it to the wayside. Like, I was able to keep up with Fire Force. I was able to keep up with, like, the new stuff, like I said, Great Pretender, Dora Hidora. Like, finish things. I started things and I finished them this year. But I still have stuff that's been added to my list. I still have things, like, I need to watch. because. But, like... I'm also, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I like Naruto. I actually love Naruto. I don't think I'm gonna go back and rewatch all of Naruto. That's one of the things, like, and I'm talking about Naruto Shippuden. Like, I have to finish that. But I'm like, after I finish, there's just some things that are on my list where I'm like, I finished and kept up with the manga. I don't feel like I want to go back and watch all of the anime. Yeah. No, and, so, and I think I think that that's where I'm gonna find myself now that I'm reading manga more consistently, especially through the Shonen mm-hmm. Jump app. Like, I think I'm just gonna like ditch some anime entirely um I think my big one that I'm sad of not I I didn't keep up with fire force and I need to mainly because of Zeno Robinson and I want to support everything that he does um that man stays busy and I love it I'm just like I want to support everything (laughs) everything sir oh my gosh yeah but no it's there's just like a lot but there's like some things where it's just like you know what the manga is enough for me or like I'll go back eventually once the season's done Um, I'm curious to see how my me being caught up with the manga impacts me watching my hero I'm real curious oh you might end up like me so like what I like to do is I'm I don't watch my hero episode to episode I wait until there's at least five or ten and then I just watch them because I already know what's going to happen, especially, and it depends on the arcs. So like season four, I watch, I watch like 10 episodes at a time. Like I don't, I don't watch them as they come out each. Yeah. And I know that's, but I don't, I just, I can't do it how like some anime only people do it. I'm like, I'm sorry not to call y'all out, but I hate waiting for things to get like dubbed or animated. I'll watch the sub. Yeah. I'll do whatever I can to get it like to watch it. But oh, well, that, I just so don't like for- watching it by week. For season four, I watched week by week, but I watched the sub and then I would watch the sub and then go two episodes back to rewatch the dub after I watched the sub. Yep. Um, that, yes. Yeah. It's so good. Um, so just read one of these. Um, at Groovy DM 88, that's Max, uh, the ghouliest DM. They said, there is no catching up, merely lateral moves as I follow my usual path. Watch anime dash enjoy slash love it dash realize I want more like that and add new anime to the list repeat I feel like that answers it for that should answer for just about everybody because there is no catching up on your anime list like Kate said um next one favorite anime opening and or ending songs of the year um I'm just gonna be real quick and say it Jujutsu Kaisen um that ending credit song like that love it here for it here for more of that animation for end credits but mainly that song also i need more of gojo dancing that's really what makes it the best song of the year i need a jujutsu kaisen or crunchyroll loves jujutsu kaisen streetwear line because of the ending Mm. of that damn like yeah lost in paradise is my 
favorite outro. It's just such mm-hmm. a good song. It has, it puts me in a good mood in the same way that History Maker does. And I think that that yes. is saying something. That does say something. And that paints a perfect picture for how good it is and how uplifting. Like, it, it's a mood changer. Lost I throw that on when I feel paradise. Da, 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 da. Yeah, it, it's just really good. It's real good. Also looks. I love when people can, like, animate anime characters in outfits that, like, I would wear that. <laughs> I just yeah. love it so much. Also, um, just, like, the, the, it, the movements are just real good, too. They are. And it's just different. Like, I, I feel like I haven't seen a... I just haven't seen an in credit anime like yeah. outro done yeah. like that Which oh up, i forgot going back a few ones i caught up on hunter hunter i forgot like that you like, did I, I did i didn't like it that much but i caught up on it phantom troop heaven's arena up um game like greed island phantom troop phenomenal fucking yep. episode one through 26 are ass and i don't know how yeah. the i i still it just sets have, the world up but Killa, it, like i could take Killa it is my baby i will still say that but i forgot i forgot mm-hmm. all about that yeah um i'll tell you one of these this time so at explicit day and they said favorite op this year was the doro hidoro which that was a good one yeah. I, love, I definitely like that one a lot and um yeah, a lot of these are just oh god of high school, yo. So like to do something yes. different, contradiction is such a like that's a good run song. Like God of High mm-hmm. School's opening song was is phenomenal. Um, yeah, that's and uh, Trish said that uh yep. online as also did, Denny uh, said that Danny. too. Oh yeah, yo Danny, oh it's just so good. Um. Oof. Okay, I feel like we both know what this next answer oh, is going to be for both of us. Oh, and Stray Kids! Can we please talk about how Tower of God launched the birth of a whole new, like, section of K-pop fans? Because Stray Kids does the outro for Tower of God? That's true. I know you're excited because yeah. K-pop and anime colliding with one another. And it's <laughs> just going to happen more the more that they do webtoons, because webtoons are majority coming from Korea yeah oh, so this is excited. true i'm ex- i am excited about that honestly someone wants to make a bts um honestly i feel like someone has to have made a webtoon dedicated to k-pop groups or or like idols oh and it's out there. let me tell you as somebody who is currently reading four different idol and or manga and and it, well yeah. yaoi i'm reading idol yaoi. <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're you know not based on any of the groups but um no like there is an entire genre that is just um either looking at idols or like the acting scene like in dramas and everything like that so um there is also a bts webcomic where it are it is actual it is them it's interesting i don't really like it that much it's weird but like kind of cool like i don't know it's a lot Hmm. but there is there is okay well figured that much you would know i'm (laughs) Kate is the anime. Kate is, you know, what? Kate, Kate is just like, like all I just, things. I can't understand. You. I can't understand an anime fan who doesn't like K-pop. Like that. Like every K-pop music video is a fucking anime. Damon's criminal video, I mean, pretty much Tokyo Ghoul. Like, you got me yeah. when I think BTS. They did someone dyed their hair green and looked like Zoro. I'm like, I'm in. Okay, let's dip this toe into the K-pop pool. And then you have Super M, where Ten uh, did essentially a Todoroki cosplay. Um. Oh, that's true. 
it's all there. I love it. I love it so much. Um, oh, next question. So what anime destroyed you emotionally this year? Real quick, Japan Sinks, and that's what I'll do. <laughs> Japan Sinks, that's it. We did actually did an episode on this this year. You guys can go read that review because I feel like me, that, that episode is probably one of my favorite episodes we did this year, but it is a heavy sigh. Like, yeah, it, it, it takes a toll watching that anime and not in a bad way. It's just like, it's a lot. So mentally prepare yourself. Um, at Carrie Bear said, uh, Japan sinks also. So yes, Carrie, she feels. <laughs> um, at Trish does things. They said Full Metal, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um, other people said Agretzko. That was by the really? Hermeister. Yeah, Agretzko season three. Yeah. Oh, but season three. Uh, I could get oh, like okay. there's some there's yeah there's some stuff that it hit way too close to home in this season. Um, oh, I can, I can that's see that. fair. Yeah, there's yeah. Gretzko season three is a lot darker and deals with a lot more stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, especially yeah. And I, I don't think we've done an Gretzko episode, so we could definitely do one in the future. Maybe when season four comes out. But yeah, season three was very interesting. Um, but on to the next one. What anime gave you joy this year? And I'll go ahead and I'll go first, and I will say again. Y'all know it's probably One Piece. Yes, most it's it, it's One Piece. But I will also say Hunter x Hunter did give me joy because one, I was so happy that Kate got into Hunter x Hunter. I'm like, I'm gonna rewatch it too, just because I like when I can talk about talk about things with Kate, especially when it's like two like it's anime that we both enjoy. Even though you know we still have the Chimera Ant arc to go through and other things whenever they make that available wherever, but that one gave me joy. Just because, like, I like being able to watch things and talk about it with my friend every now and then. But yeah, other there's other ones like Haikyuu. There's uh, like there's been plenty that I've talked about. But I don't know. Hunter X Hunter did give me a lot of joy just because I love Gon and Kaloa's friendship, and I love that Leorio is Gon's daddy. Um, as in like Gon does not have a father. He has a daddy. His name is Leorio. He um, who's apparently many... only nineteen. I don't care. He is his father figure. Because his other father is a piece of shit. <laughs> I know he is only 19, but he is more of a father to him than his own father. Which, I thought Goku was the worst anime dad ever. No. Yeah, it's, I will say that. I will gene. agree there. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, it's Gene. But, yeah. What about you? What anime brought you joy this year? Um, this is hard. Uh, I know. I guess Haikyuu is like the happiest I've been, but maybe, you know what? I think Onyx Equinox, because I think the impact that it's going to have. So if you don't know, Onyx Equinox is a Crunchyroll original and it is based on Mesoamerican mythology. It is so good. It's the first time that it's explicitly people who are like me in an anime. <laughs> beautiful mm-hmm. brown skin everywhere. Beautiful creature designs. Be- like just, it, it was so, it was such a joy to watch. It's infuriating because they casted some like people who didn't know how to say like uh, Kiche or, or Nawa like pronunciations, like T and L's and, and X's and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But it is it, beautiful and, and joyful. And I think, Actually, you know what? Beyond that, I will also say given as an anime, it gave me joy because we watched it as a community in, in a community watch night. And yeah. 
collectively being in a communal setting and watching Given go from now kiss to, oh my God, I'm sobbing into my microphone. What is happening? Was just like a really cool moment of just getting to experience that with other people. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go on ahead to the next one just because we have a lot of the same answers we've talked about. But Oh, we, we still say, have a lot to go. So we should keep yeah. some of this a little bit short now. Yeah, we can kind of speed through. I think the last few we we're going to, be very short but okay so what anime did you rage, rage quit this year <laughs> bleach <laughs> bleach and plunderer i tried to get into plunderer plunderer so bad y'all i hate it i don't blame you i saw i saw it in my queue on funimation i'm like Do I I try this? <laughs> yes because kate watched it and i was just like no this is not this is not for me i can't do it um oh sorry Uzaki-chan gave me joy that's probably like the least analytical I've been with anything because like I was still like in my feels about Haikyuu yeah Uzaki-chan is just joyful and adorable (laughs) okay sorry no you're fine you're good I feel like some stuff just hits us as it comes as we talk about it more um which one did I rage quit oh um it's Fate Stay Grand Order um and I love Fate Stay Night I have to say that, but I just couldn't get past, and Kate, correct me if I say them wrong, Quetzalcoatl, um, but it's it's the character that they made based on, it's the hero character who is, you know, a Ma- it's based off a Mayan per- like, figure, and you know how Fate Stay Night works, and they bring back the heroes and all this stuff. I cannot get over that they made them a blonde white woman, and it was a terrible Spanish accent it it just bothered me a lot and like I really like Face Day Night and I know it's a lot of fan service but that just kept getting under my skin I'm like also, I will try to finish it did time. they did they say that he was that that Quetzalcoatl is Mayan in the thing they they say Mayan the like because that, that's actually from- wrong I have to, yeah. I'm going to double check it and look at it. But Quetzal, like, Quetzalcoatl, Quetzal, so Quetzalcoatl is Aztec, like that specific name. Kuklakan is Mayan. They're the same deity okay. because those, those civilizations have different time things with Kicha and, and stuff like that. But like, it's a different name, same God, but like the specific right. name Quetzalcoatl is Aztec because that's Nahuatl. So I'm going to probably have to like, re- like I'll revisit when I like, I'll look at the Wikipedia another time, but I'm like, I know I've heard of them talk about, they said Aztec and Mayan interchangeably. And I'm kind of, I don't know, it the most, but I showed Kate a picture of it. I'm like, I just couldn't get past it. And it's also like, this you know, is a white know. woman and they put her in actual Aztec it's really bad and it's problematic and like it's a white woman blonde hair blue-eyed white woman and you're saying that yeah it's it's bad I couldn't get past it and it's weird because you know how like Saber is you know a blonde white woman who people are like this is King Arthur it's not the same thing I just I feel like it's not the same thing because because she's English yes because she's English and part of the myth in the story is that saber that king arthur was a woman that's like their that's their their spin on it this go, go watch is much wronger Knox, y'all yeah go watch this that. makes me so, like viscerally to... angry it's, it's so bad and it's frustrating because i love fate state night animations for fighting but also isn't she dressed like one of the um 
Carnival. She's like she's no, like, that, some of her outfits. No, okay. No. Okay. No, there's like that, one. Oh no, there's a very there's a. I'll have to find it. But in the game, there's a an, a skin of her. Then they kind of put like mm. they make her outfit look like a Carnival girl. I'm like this is problematic on different levels. So I had to rage quit that one. But yeah. Anywho, let's on talk about waifus. On the waifus, I feel like this will be much easier. Um, waifu of the year, Kate. I'm gonna just say Maki because Maki's a badass. <laughs> that just end end of story. I want Maki to crush my head in her arms. Like shit, that woman is amazing. She's she's waifu for me. Her or Mira? Mira, Mira? Mira is also good. Mm. Mira from God of High School. That is good. Ooh, Maki. yeah. Those are good ones. Mine is Mirka. I know we yeah. only get her for like one episode, but like Mirka is going to be my waifu for a while. Just because I'm excited to see more of her in maybe like two more years when we get like an actual maybe yeah. mini arc of her. But uh, love her so much. Um, all right, next. Husbando of the Sakura Gojo. <laughs> <laughs> end of discussion. So endeavor. Huh? Endeavor. Oh yeah, you just want that ass. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all it is also Gojo. Like, I'm sorry. I, oh my god. And also the captain from Fire Force. Um Yeah. I like a man who can lift. I want him to squeeze Sakuna me with his Sakuna is also. Mm, Sakuna. Sakuna is like, I've heard people try to give shit about like, no, 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 no. That's the demon. That's not the boy. Yeah, that's not even Dory. I am not sexualizing a high schooler if I am thirsting after Sakuna. I'm thirsting after that seven foot demon inside of him. <laughs> that's it. Yep. yep. Oh, so good. Um, Sorry, I realized I skipped, I skipped you. It's your turn. So you can do the next one. No, it's fine. Um, I was gonna make a joke about Sakuna's fingers, so we're just gonna keep moving. Uh, oh, Himbo of the year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Kate. Okay. Oh, Himbo of the oh. year. Um, oh, this is a coveted title. I know, and a hard one for me to give out this year. We got some pretty good Himbos. Um, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to say rock uh from uh tower of god because mm. he starts Good as choice. a giant yeah he's a giant smash mash man and then he just turns into wanting to protect his cute little uh bum like little turtles nice um turtles he means humans so yeah so rock i'm With, like, gonna say the oh go ahead no go ahead Oh, I was just going to say the entire male cast of Golden Kamai. <laughs> They're all himbos in my heart. Um, I love them all. I mean, I like if y'all have ever watched Golden Kamai, which maybe that's the next anime. Like, Kate, have you seen it? Mm-mm. Okay, you're going to love it because it's a lot of fan service. I keep told to watch it. Yeah. It's fan service from the gaze of like, you know, it's not them just giving, you know, three triple sized titties that jiggle it's literally like hey let's put all these men in like very short towels in a bathhouse together and they're all broad and hairy chested and I love them all mm. so mm. <laughs> it's mm. so good and there's some there's some hinted at BL so oh I'm there that's all I need 
That's all you need to know. Oh, but you know, I'm just going to nominate the entire cast. Not the entire cast. All the people who are on that team. Like, not the villains, but uh, I just love them all. But anyways, um, from there, I think, oh yeah, just two more. Or no, three more. Nope, I lied. Kate, just keep going. (laughs) Okay. What's an anime that's produced by a Western or non-Japanese studio that you enjoyed this year? Easy. Castlevania. (laughs) Castlevania. That's it. That's it. I mean, also Blood of Zeus, but I'll just keep it at those two this year. Yeah. Uh, Um, What was your favorite anime that premiered this year? Great Pretender. Jujutsu Kaisen! Next. It's so it's so easy. It's so easy. Um, who was the best boy of 2020? Oh, this one's hard. I know. There's a lot of really good best boys. I'm gonna say Miryu. Miryu from My Hero Academia season four is my best boy, with Itadori being a close second. So I'm gonna say Itadori. Like it, I do love Miryu, but it's Itadori for me. I don't know. I I love him so much. He's just a good boy um who was the best girl of 2020 oh uh uh tanuki girl from bna yes yes oh my god i can't remember her name but i can't remember her name either and i'm not looking because we gotta wrap this up (laughs) we ain't got time uh so then also oh not also favorite anime ship of the year bonus to the ship you're reading for but didn't get confirmed yet you can go <laughs> um so it is trevor Belmont and cypher <laughs> that's all i wanted and i got it um in my mind god of high school's actually a bl and Handawi lost his boyfriend who also happened to be his best friend and he likes gin and <laughs> that's where i am in my I'm life i'm not surprised not um all, that ship will never sail it's fine um yeah I didn't yeah, no. it's really weird like I didn't really have that many ships this year and I mean I surprisingly I don't ship anybody in Haikyuu because I think that it's an adorable story of friendship and teamwork and that doesn't have to be romantic um oh. but yeah that's yeah and then obviously Saifa and Trevor was just something I really wanted um Oh, and I guess like the given boys, all of them <laughs> in their respective ships. Um, next, favorite anime movie of the year. Yes, next and last. So I will say Heroes Right. Oh, no, 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 no. That is one of my favorites, but it's Lupin the Third, the first favorite <laughs> anime movie of the year. Hands down. He- Heroes Rising. <laughs> But I don't have a deep emotional connection to Lupin like you do. Like I've and I hate that it movie. made me think a Nazi was hot. So like I can't forgive it for that. <laughs> that is that's your don't blame that movie. How for is that, that my fault? That man had gray hair. Like it was he was hot. Mm, okay, whatever you say. But we it also gave us Jigen, hot hot Jigen. Hotter oh, than usual, yes, Jigen. Yes, it did. Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah, we didn't realize how hot, we, how much we would be attracted to him with that hat off or on. Yeah. But anyways, he can only wear that hat around me. But <clears throat> that concludes <laughs> as I made Kate, as I killed Kate, y'all. Um, 
that concludes our anime year in review. Thank you guys for the people who, you know, engaged, gave us your opinion, shared your thoughts with us. We're sorry we couldn't get to everybody. But this has been a lot this year. And I don't know. I'm Yay to us, Kate, for keeping this anime going for another year. I know. And we do work with Crunchyroll now, which is like even more dope. So we've, we've made some, I, I will say, I do want to take time, like since this is like a, a wrap up episode for the year we've killed it this year we've made like huge ass weave moves this year that like i didn't know we could do we started working with viz we started working with crunchy um yaoi cray shout out to you you were our first sponsor um and that that's just that's really cool um because i just don't think we i didn't know we would hit that this fast those were our goals we hit our anime goals this year as a podcast and as you know folks in the in in entertainment so um yay us yes yay us and kate is a judge for the anime awards like there's been a great achievement i'm very proud of her (laughs) i feel like we both have made pretty good achievements this year like where we wanted to be like as weaves in our own spaces and we should be proud of that and uh, here's to 2021 and us hopefully yes. oh, continuing our growth what anime are you excited for in 2021 oh that's easy promise neverland season two <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, you? mine's gonna be chainsaw man mine's chainsaw man because i'm in love with fucking denji mm. i i should not like nowhere in 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 like my tastes i guess i like horror stuff but like chainsaw man mm-hmm. the first arc is about denji trying to touch a fucking boob that's his quest i shouldn't like that it's fucking wholesome and like body horror driven and I still really like it. So like I'm really excited for Chainsaw Man specifically because of Mappa as well. Um yeah. nice. Well no, I'm I'm excited for that also because you just made it sound very appealing. <laughs> Such in a boob. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um but yeah uh if you want to connect with us more online head on over to at dyht underscore pod uh donate to your patreon where we do manga trash for just a dollar a month at uh patreon.com slash but why though b-u-t-w-h-y-t-h-o um and you can find me on the internet where i'm pretty much just screaming about different anime things oscar isaac making bad jokes it's where i live at omamath randier nice and yeah, you can also follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. It's at Misha Plays. Um, yeah, come over there, engage with me and Kate. Check us both out. Kate has all the thirst tweets for her men, also for her baby girl. So you do, you do, you do. But like, <laughs> I, can't, I, I just, I just want the world to know. I want the world to know that yesterday Matt sent me a tweet thread that was just pictures of Pedro Pascal and turtlenecks. And that's true love. That is true, love. <laughs> it's knowing what the other person needs before they need it. And that's beautiful. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just going to be making thirst tweets about One Piece men. But anywho, uh, let's go on out. Um, so did you guys enjoy riding along with us in the anime fandom this year? Um, what are things that you're looking forward to in 2021? And do you think I can get Kate to watch One Piece in 2021? Find out next time on Did You Have To. Bye! Did You Have To is co-produced by Kate Sanchez and Lanisha Campbell. Our intro is done by Dr. Emery Stephen Daniel. And our outro and intro music is by Benjamin Tissot, a.k.a. Ben Sound.